we are squawking dead. <laughs> and we've got a special episode, a first time four person host podcast. I don't even know what to call it. A quadrant of sorts. Um, we've got Squawking Carol on my bottom left. We've got uh, Talking Dead Ultimate Superfan Ashley Weidman on my top left. And I've got Chris on my top left. <laughs> I don't know where everybody is. Uh, Chris from BMNY Deadcast, uh, Beast Mode NY. And uh, these are all very special people to me in different ways. Um, We're going to be talking about episode 11, Bounty, everybody. And um, this is going to be an interesting conversation trying to trying to overrun each other see if we can get some insights in everybody's really really quiet <laughs> like oddly because i think you guys know my shtick by by now i i uh <laughs> shit. I, I usually go into an intro <laughs> like i go into a monologue but i've kind of like stopped doing that i know you, you know have, like, like you kind of just started getting into it yeah yeah and so yeah i just kind of jump in hey guys what's, what's up I, I like wear a stained t-shirt like yeah i don't care about this podcast anymore <laughs> I'm gonna let myself go. I really have though. It's really bad. Um, <laughs> I try not to talk over anybody. Like I practice, you know, right. when we have someone on the show to like anticipate when they're done, so that way we're not stumbling over each other. All right, yeah. So it, for those who don't know, um, BMNY basically they do a lot of really cool interviews with uh, people on the show, um, uh, people, uh, cast members, people that contribute, etc. New and old. Um, and so they, they're they pretty experienced with interviews, not like all of us. And actually, now would be a good time to actually explain what you do, Chris. Uh, um, <laughs> what do we do? Um, so, yeah, we, we started out uh, in, a, in a basement uh, with a laptop, just doing audio stuff. Um, it wasn't until we actually hooked up with a good artist friend of ours, Oscar Rodriguez, who... Um, Said, Oscar's hey, man. red hat. Yeah, uh, Oscar was like, "Hey, look, he's like, I have this guy. He's on the show. You know, he's gonna have some big parts coming up. Uh, his name's, you know, Peter Zimmerman. He plays uh, Eduardo." And I was like, "All right, cool." He was like, "Yeah, but he wants to do video." And I was like, "Man, I can do anything he wants." So <laughs> that first uh, actual like vlog cast uh, was an absolute shit show. <laughs> Trying. I know nothing about technology. I am like very basic. So uh, that was a scramble, but we got it done. And since then, uh, after Peter, it's been just one step after the other. I mean, you know, be, and it's been amazing. You know, it's it's basically, we are the median for the fans to be able to ask whatever question they've been wanting to ask that person about the show, about what they do for you know their life, whatever. As long as it's not too personal, we don't dive into that kind of stuff. But um, it just really, it's just a good median and it works really well the, the the actors love it the fans love it and uh i mean it's been doing pretty good i'll say uh, the last few live shows that i, I that i attended I, I feel like we've ratcheted up or at least me and a couple of others have ratcheted up the the giggles on your end because <laughs> i'm always trying to like i think we're always just trying to get a laugh in out of you because yeah it's just so funny every now and again to hear you crack up while you're trying to take somebody seriously on the other end and we're always yeah. catching you on the on the receiving end <laughs> of an answer. The, so. uh, the, the this past one with uh, David Delarocco, that oh my god, talk, talking about the fuzzy navels and, and the Long Island iced teas, <laughs> and then you went and put a complete different spin on it. Uh, yeah, it, it, it dropped me. I was I was really holding it back. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell everybody what I said. I said, and I was just getting. I was I'd been listening in the car for like the last uh, the first fifteen minutes. 
And um, there was, somebody was talking about fuzzy navels, and I was just thinking, oh my god, am I really going to say this? And I said, okay, what do you get when you add a lo- when you drop a Long Island <laughs> I- iced tea into a fuzzy navel, <laughs> and you, so you get a fuzzy asshole? So, <laughs> I think it's more of a regional joke too, because Long Island. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, so. you're welcome, internet. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Ashley, actually, this is actually a really good moment to to kind of go through what what you're doing lately, Ashley, because yeah. as as most people may or may not know, um, you won the Talking Dead Ultimate Fan Contest last year. I did, and they're announcing a new one on Sunday. Oh yeah, uh, fingers crossed for some of the people that are listening on the show right now. Actually, too, um, yeah, I know I know quite a few people have actually uh, uh, entered in, and uh, but yeah, you you are actually doing um you're doing like an is is it an Etsy store? Yeah, mm-hmm. per se? yeah, yeah. yeah. I do um, like digital invitations and anything that you would need for that you could print out like food tents, party signs, things like that. So yeah. yeah. Nothing Walking Dead related, but you know. But it's pretty cool. I mean, yeah, you're, you're cool. like mom with a cape, you know, mom by day, enterpriser by night. Because you, you work after hours. I do. Yeah, yeah. I do. It's exhausting, but eh, whatever. Yeah, whatever. It's, it's funny. It's funny thinking about me at this time last year because they didn't even announce the Ultimate Fan until April. It was actually Easter. Right. And so, like thinking about like how I felt last year, I just think about these people now, and I'm like, oh my god, they're probably so nervous and. <laughs> I just I just remember that feeling like just being so nervous and excited and anxious. So I'm very excited to see who the new ultimate fan is. Yeah, the the anxiety on some of the people that we know that are they're entering right now, it's it's yeah. just palpable right now. I, as I I'm talking imagine. to some people. What have yeah. they been saying? Um it's like fits it goes in fits. <laughs> so it's yeah. they go from being like Oh my God! I'm, I really want to win this thing. I really do. Right. And then like, and then they'll just focus on something else completely. Right. Like, yeah. like oh, what you know? This is my Walker Stalker fund. And they post a picture of that, and yeah. they're like, they, they they're focusing, they're multitasking, so they don't yeah. have to think about it. So it's just yeah. it's just kind of funny. Uh, yeah. Not funny. It's it's I get it. I mean, yeah. I, I saw a lot of that um, in our last giveaway too. Okay. Like the the last three people were messaging me, being like, "I really hope I win. I, I hope I'm doing this right. <laughs> if I, if I don't do this right, I'm just gonna. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about my life. I'm not doing this right. <laughs> You're like yeah. like whoa, slow down. <laughs> <laughs> therapy right i i am not a licensed therapist yeah that's Uh, so exciting though i'm yeah i'm nervous for him I am too. I mean, I'm, my my nerves are kind of shot right now. But yeah. I now I think it's a good time to also say. Oh, uh, before I continue, we are currently <laughs> as a show, we are currently competing with uh, Whiskey Cavalier, and I can honestly say that we're actually doing quite well. <laughs> did you Did you watch it at all? Have you? I didn't watch the preview. Did any of you guys? No, no. I didn't. <laughs> I don't. I don't have live TV. Like I don't either. I don't either. I don't have cable or anything like that anymore. I don't either. Oh man. Well, that's honestly that's really really good. Yeah. Because if it's not on Hulu or you know um, Netflix, then or like HBO Go. Mm. So Hulu, Netflix. I. I mean, I have all of it. I have all of it. and I use none of it. It's yeah. so bad. <laughs> I've been binging Game of Thrones, just getting ready for it. Like I've just yeah. been. I oh. think I'm in like season four. Oh, good for you. Like I keep getting yeah. pressure to binge it, and I'm like. Like, oh, I'm so far behind. Like, you can do it. Yeah. It's oh, just yeah. a lot. I mean, we got 45 days, I think. 40, no, 40 days, something like that left. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's almost that many episodes, I want to say. Oh my gosh. Is it 10 per season or 12? Something uh, like that. Yeah. 10? Yeah. So that's. See, 
it's yeah, yeah. you can do it yeah. i mean you, you especially yeah. yeah i watch like two i watch at least two a day so you know it gets me there did you see kit harrington is going to be at the walker stalker in germany i saw that yeah is that yeah. crazy that is nuts that's crazy i know that's some star power man Ooh. that is star yeah. power i'm sweating no. and, he, and he's slowly showing up uh, isn't yeah kit harrington's like been showing up in different like series too like just oh, here he? and there along with the other dude the the guy that played rob stark and i can't remember his name at the moment ah uh, yeah but yeah i can't I remember it either he's a sexy bitch uh <laughs> so um <laughs> it's also a good time to kind of refresh people on what carol does too um mom like she she's crazy i am she, crazy <laughs> i'm just off the bat mom mom of two um workaholic uh con- not contract architect architect yes yeah. by trade tell him tell him all like, the other things you do too what other things it's a blur because you were going to be like a community something or other uh, yeah then- i thought about joining my like community board i was like yeah no there's no one has time for that like it's Over. enough like the working full time and it's i tell people all the time like as soon as i walk in the door it's like i'm attacked by two kids and a dog so it's like <laughs> That's the rest of my night, and we record now at ten because the kids are asleep. <laughs> yeah, no kids to speak of, but yeah, I mean, my sim, my my thing is nothing like yours, and I still can't make time to sleep. I mean, I'm also a workaholic. I get I got home today at eight. You know, I got I, I set most of the things up last night. I set the stream up. I, I do that. But that's it. It's the show. It's the show and my work. And that's I can't even handle that. It's time mismanagement. That is so a lot. Yeah, yeah, I do. I do a lot of engineering and development you do. for this show. <laughs> You do. You're the you're the brains behind the operation. Uh, yeah, and I talk to people because I like doing that, and you know, it kind of it's kind of a nice little thing to do in between shows, and and I get some ideas from some people too. It's really great because um, some people have really good ideas, and sometimes we just stumble upon things. Mm, treasures, I'll tell you. I mean, you guys must do that too. Like, you know, you guys talk with people on Instagram and and you know the mm. other stuff <laughs> that somehow exist. Um, but yeah, mostly Instagram, I think. But um, but you guys run into people like that you guys talk on the side do, actually chris do you do any lot do you do any lives on instagram lately no i mean we we tried to do it you know with with the phone right <laughs> you know and, and you only get one hour out of it kind of thing yep the quality isn't terrific so and like when we do it i basically we just prop our the phone up on like a stand <laughs> yeah like, you know what I mean? So it's just, ah. Was it like facing the monitor or something? Or yeah, was it just facing yeah, you guys? Much. Yeah. Yeah. So I have it, I have it so that I can see the, the chat. So it's facing me, but then I, you know, I fa- I hit the camera so it faces, it flips. So I can see the chat while everybody else can see, you know, what's going on basically. Right, right. So it's low, it's low grade material, but it gets the job done. <laughs> it's very low fi. <laughs> yeah. So well, but, like, uh, side note, like when Dave and I first started doing this podcast, I mean, I, I was traveling a lot for work and I mean, we were recording out of like one week we were recording out of like my sister's apartment in New York. One weekend was, no, one time. That was the first week. The that first, was the first the one. The first one was out of my sister's like spare room because I was like in New York for work. Then Philadelphia one time, Mexico during a family vacation. <laughs> I mean, like, that was funny. That was really funny. That was really funny. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and let's not forget to mention the famous uh, episode that we had with you in the <gasps> hospital. Yes, I was at the hospital 
one time. Yeah. Tell them how you managed um, to get there. I, was... uh, it's awful. So I have had to go to the hospital for a random hand infection, which I swear I probably got at the gym lifting weights. And mm-hmm. so I had to, really? yeah, no, like, so I had, to, I went to the hospital because I thought it was just like, they're going to give me a tetanus shot. And that was it. They were like, well, no, you have an infection under your, your skin and we have to operate. So the next thing I know, I'm in the hospital, they operate, but I still have to stay in the hospital. So Dave is, you know, texting me and he's like, are you doing or whatever? And I was like, well, I kind of still want to record because this is a perfect time. There's no kids. I'm in a hospital room by myself. Like, I have my own room. Like, this is a level of privacy I haven't had since, like, I can't even say labor because there's always nurses coming in and out. So this was, That's like, true. serene. And, like, I was on painkillers. <laughs> so I was, like, beyond, like, mellow and calm. Yeah. To sum it up, it, it was the most... <laughs> It's, it was so weird because I'm trying to pep up the show because she's she she's like she's lucid. Okay, let me let me give you the picture. She's lucid, but she'll keep like running over a point, and she's slurring her words. So like, there's something there. It's there. It's, it's there. Just, yeah. She, there's a part of her that feels like she can't get the point out, so right. she'll go back over it again and again while slurring her words. That's what more people do, clearly. It was, on my end, it, like, after I finished editing this show, because I had to cut up, I had to, like, yeah. concatenate her thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was just, it was, but, like, you wouldn't know it by the time the edit was done. Like, it, and we weren't doing lives then, so thank, thank God for everybody else. <laughs> but, it, uh, but, like, the, a day later, like, after all the frustration from editing, like, well, I think what was, like, a two and a half hour show or something, yeah, or something, something right. absurd. Yeah. Like, I think I managed to edit it down to, like, an hour. <laughs> so, yeah. Just going... Oh man, and I would not want to stop because, but and but the a day later, I was listening to the edited version and I was laughing my ass off because you couldn't tell unless you were there how like drugged up she was. (laughs) (laughs) But I know, so I'm laughing hysterically like every time I listen to that episode. You know, it's a little treat and treasure for me. I completely forgot about that, but yes. Yeah. So, guys. Episode 11, <laughs> Bounty. Um, yeah, I, so what I usually do at the top of the show is I, I say, hey, guys, Carol, and hey, she's cool. And then I'll say, Carol, <laughs> start the show. But you know what? I'm not, I'm not going to start with Carol. The honor usually goes to her and, you know, pay your dues. <laughs> I will give the honor to our first time guest host, oh, Chris. No. There yeah. you go. So pick, pick anywhere in the episode that you like to start off with and we'll just, we'll just go from there and I'll probably just take over anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm probably going to start, you know, the the most intriguing thing, I'm actually trying to find it because we were talking about it in one of the chat rooms that we have on Twitter. Mm, mm. And um, we were talking earlier about the whole situation with Daryl going to leave and being stopped by um, Connie. Con- oh. Yes, Connie. And about how she wanted to go with him. And a, oh, a, lot of people are, a lot of people are speculating that she's been bit. Yeah, I saw, I heard bit that. Ooh. Mm. I, don't See, I don't think so, though. I don't think so. Either. I don't think. I think something in her past is had is a lot to do with Daryl. I don't think she was bit. Yeah. Yeah, and you know, and now a lot of people are trying to say like, you know, is it going to be like a relationship thing and blah blah blah. You know, and everybody starts jumping to conclusions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I think. I think her being in that cornfield with the baby and like that scene that played out, you know, where it's 
can't, you know, they did it from her perspective. Right. And it's, right. You can't hear anything. You know, this, yeah. is what, this is what someone with being deaf at disability in this type of world, she's got a baby. She doesn't realize that the baby, unless she's looking down, is crying. Yeah attracting all this attention and you know she's really her senses all her other senses are so heightened you know and at some points yeah i thought holy cow she might get they might take her and the baby out right now because right. who knows what this show yeah right right you know, yeah. they they've been they've been wiping out people and i'm like do they are they really gonna like are we really gonna watch like a baby get taken out right now you know right. that well, was... and there were some close calls so for some people's to speculate she might have gotten maybe scraped or bitten mm. I guess the possibility is there because there are a few times where she threw her arm back. Right. Yeah. Kind of like get herself away. Right. I mean, look what the, you know, the whole thing they did with Carl with the way he got bit. Right. You know, I mean, who knows? I I don't think so. If she would have gotten, because she would have received a bite mark, it would have had to have been on an exposed part of her arm yeah. from her elbow down. Right. 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 It had to be visible. And they show her, yeah, they show her sitting and writing. Yeah. Nothing's, co- nothing's covered that I can see. Right. So I just kind of think that she, just doesn't want to be there right now and she wants to maybe make herself more useful I I don't know I think so I think like that was definitely like the most chilling part of the whole episode I mean that baby scene the hostage negotiations I mean that scene had the tension. It took me back to like the time of the governor. Like, I mean, yeah, and it had it had those feels, and it had the hospital feel too when they yes. were exchanging Beth. Because I thought for a second yeah. when Lydia got was back with Alpha that Alpha was just going to kill her. Yeah. I thought yeah. I thought she was just going to just kill her right in front of everybody. Yeah, I thought that that was going to happen, or either the two guys that were holding Luke and Alden were going to just kill them anyway. Like they weren't going to yeah, let Alden. them go. Right. Yeah, right yeah. there. So I was like really like at the edge and with the whole baby thing I was like like logically speaking I kind of felt like okay the show's not going to go there and we're not going to see right. baby get devoured but in the back of my head too I was also like I don't know <laughs> I don't know either because it was so tense and it, I was like I mean maybe they're going to do it I don't know so it really had me on the end of, of the edge of my seat that scene was tense well they didn't do it for Judith so and and by the way I've been taking right. the time out to to watch Z Nation they oh, okay. they, they 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 go zombie baby in the first episode. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so hysterical. Yeah. Like, but here's the thing. Like, I mean, I'm I'm having a hard time watching that show. It's like, honestly, what, what The Walking Dead on? sets a. Uh, I don't know what I'm watching it on Netflix now actually because oh, okay. I know they're. I think either their run has already ended or. Um, I think it's over. Yeah, yeah. Because there's like five seasons and yeah. yeah. But it's just like so. It, it crosses a weird line between Z um uh, World War no Z Nation and I mean not Z Nation um oh my God oh you Zombie Zombie Land that's what I was gonna say like <laughs> Sorry, like yeah. crosses like this weird line between Zombie Land like where it's comical kind of laid back funny yeah but they try to make it serious but it's not I it, I don't know yeah it's like it doesn't know what it wants to be I mean that's the thing yeah. I, I'm I'm only five episodes in mm-hmm. but uh, to the first season but yeah it's it's it because embraces that the the horror genre you know a la Zombie Land and it, right. it it takes a lot of tropes from from The Walking Dead. It, mm. But yeah, it goes from being like absolutely ridiculous, and then but also the the emotional swings on the show are just really wide. <laughs> like <laughs> they go from PTSD all the way to just being like uh, ball busting, yeah. you know, comical comic relief. Then you go back to serious, and you go back to PTSD. But and then the camera angles make me crazy. Oh. The camera work makes me nuts. Like the the shaking camera angle, the weird diagonal 
diagonal angles, like not high bird's eye view, but just like, <laughs> just like that. Um, just diagonal, just a little bit. Like, and then everything has to be like, it, it's like cheap, like cheap camera work. It's like, they're trying to be something like right. that they're that the show clearly isn't you know yeah. like the show clearly yeah. isn't that like serious it was like video game footage they tried to make it like video game footage to me in some some spots where i felt like they were they were filming like a you know like when a video game goes into like video mode and it shows an outtake or whatever whatever the hell it's called in a video oh yeah cutscene right or, or a no? cutscene yeah yeah it's like they're filming it like a cutscene almost like the whole show is a cutscene yeah like, yeah that makes so much bam, sense bam 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 bam, bam, bam. <laughs> it was like why, when, when can i play can i play yeah yeah exactly yeah that's really silly yeah and that's some good points though i mean i i did enjoy some of the episodes you know i enjoy the moments the moments that that go along there's a really cool scene later on you'll enjoy that i forget i think they must be in wisconsin or somewhere i'm not really sure i know i just saw the where the episode where they're in kansas and 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 they have this really and again comical um, did it involve a big wheel of cheese no but um in in kansas (laughs) there's like okay there's no place like home wizard of oz right so the the the, the walker tornado so they have a yeah. walker nato carol yeah and they show the they show the walkers like flying off the funnel at the top or whatever, and they just yeah. they're just flinging these walk these uh they're no zombies they're flinging zombies, these zombies yeah. around. Uh-huh. Oh boy! <laughs> wait till you see the big wheel. I uh, just I'm gonna say wait till you watch the episode. With big, the big wheel of cheese. Big wheel of cheese. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're clearly not going in a straight line. <laughs> they're going like was it? I don't know where they were the week before, but like they went they just I they were I thought they were you further along in the west. Lot. Yeah, you I travel saw, a lot. I don't get it. It's the shittiest road trip ever. Um, anyway, <laughs> we got on this because in the first episode of, of first episode, first season, like yeah. f- like halfway, like less than halfway into the episode, zombie baby, like a baby right. was crying and then it turns. Oh, okay. yeah. and, and it's like comical because it's CGI baby and it's just running away. Do you do you kind of agree? I don't know if you've heard this theory that people think kids born in after like the zombie apocalypse happened, they're immune hmm. and they can't turn once they're once they die. Do you what do you think about? that yeah for the like record Judith, like judith yeah. and grace baby grace and i mean maybe because it all depends on like the whole origin of this thing because if everyone has it then for me it's like i think of it as like some sort of like was there something in the water supply some kind of vaccine that everyone was getting if everyone has it so it would kind of make sense like if they're born after the apocalypse has started that they potentially wouldn't have been exposed to whatever it was that everybody was exposed to right i would think yeah yeah um yeah yeah, I don't know. We, we've talked about it a lot. And I think as a general consensus, even when you watch movies and stuff like that, they try to, it, it's like, you know, the newer generations will either have like a, a mutated gene in their, in their DNA that won't right. allow them to like turn. They kind of like, you know, outgrow it or something. Um, Evolution. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you know, evolution. adaptation. <laughs> yeah, that too. You know, so I, who knows? Yeah, I, I, I'm more in the camp of, in since we're all within the context of The Walking Dead, I'm more in the camp of there. There will never be a cure. There will never be a vaccine. Yeah, uh, I'm more in that camp. I will say, I would be more. Um, I would believe it to where okay, maybe if you die, you don't turn. That's it. Yeah. What if That's, you like it? What if you get bit? If you get bit, you turn. For sure. Even, even, are you talking like Judith? Like even if she gets bit, she'll turn? Yeah, I'm, I'm down with that. Okay. I'm, I'm down with her okay. turning. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, no, but yeah, she <laughs> will turn if she gets bit. Yeah, but but I I I am I would believe more um the the kind of consensus that if people like if people die they don't turn you know that I can see that I can see them finagling that and 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 I asked this question in the last episode um I just wanted to see what you guys thought about this was um didn't it seem that the guy uh, when they were in the flashback and the guy that basically Alpha chokes out mm-hmm. didn't it seem as though that guy took a little longer to turn after dying uh, kinda right yeah. everyone was asleep yeah, yeah. The- but they also talked about at the CDC where they, they were did. How, yeah. it ta- it, some people could be three uh, minutes some people right. could be hours yeah mm. yeah agreed but I will and then I will inter- oh say again everybody's different I mean you know Shane took wasn't wasn't that long no. um, Carol's husband ex-husband he didn't take too long either i don't um, think what about amy though i was gonna say well amy, she, i mean she took a little while she took a little yeah, while yeah. she did take a little while so i mean they've shown different time frames mm-hmm. yeah you know, throughout i will say one thing didn't didn't fear the walking dead establish that that um people yeah. it, it took like 72 minutes for people to turn something like that like consistently yeah, when- yeah. When he was killing people for no reason. Uh, this is Troy in yeah, Troy. Um, season Which, three. By the way, he's coming back. Mm-hmm. Yep. So he's not dead. Who knows? Honestly, See, I re- I like revisited. <laughs> I revisited that scene, and she hits him once, I think, or twice. She hits him once or tw- once or twice. All I know she is looks- that it felt like the hammer stuck into his head. That pretty first dead. Time. <laughs> so. <laughs> Yeah. Good night, guys. I didn't know you got you guys are fear watchers too. Yeah. I, I dragged Carol kicking and screaming into fear, and I feel so bad. We have interesting discussions on fear. <laughs> Yeah, I yeah. see. I feel bad because I've to- I've told a lot of people. Like, I know if you think season one might be rough to get through, and season two, mm. actually, I really liked season one. I, I really yeah. liked season one too. I really did. Yeah, I, loved, I, I enjoyed I that from the beginning. Yeah. I loved seeing how society fell. I loved it. And I mean, I don't love I, seeing society fall. I just I like right. Yeah, I think the biggest thing was for people to get over the fact that where The Walking Dead, you're thrown right into it. Right, you're introduced right to your main characters and you're sucked into the story right from that point where fear had to build it all for you for sure you know they had to like take your hand and walk you through it right and it was i think a lot of people are frustrated with the fact that like they're a zombie kill them in the head and they didn't know and they're like stabbing them and pushing them and yeah Yeah. stuff like that yeah yeah, exactly i mean i did i yelled at the tv i'm like you're doing it wrong right (laughs) (laughs) the part with the when the principal comes walking down and she's like are you okay no he's dead kill him (laughs) and yet he lives (laughs) right but I, yeah, I could see a world where like like fresh zombies they just take a little while longer to turn because they're not as squishy in the head, you know. Yeah. yeah. Um, I read a book about that. Um, uh, believe it was A.R. Wise's Deadlock series, where he wrote about how the fresher people who had died, their bone matter would be a lot more, you know, a lot Dense. harder, yeah. a lot, yeah, like more. So if you stab them in the head with like a rigid knife, it gets stuck. You wouldn't slide the knife back out because the bone oh. matter would be still firm. It would still. <laughs> <laughs> like you'd essentially be ripping through the bone. Uh, <laughs> Your weapons would be getting stuck in the bodies. You literally just have to leave it there. We got it. Yeah. By the, by the yeah. way, I had the same reaction uh. to when I saw Gladiator with the. Oh uh, God. Yeah, I just started laughing at all the gory parts. I'm just like, I just hysterically laughing. I don't know. It's like one of those fear response, not fear responses, but nervous responses. Yeah, yeah. I watching, you know, watching Game of Thrones again, and I'm like, wow, this is gory. 
I forgot how gory this is. So bad. Lots of boobs, lots of blood. Yeah, there's there's boobs and butts everywhere. Everywhere. And but it 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 mellows out a little bit, but yeah, and there's quite a lot of male frontage too. It's it's about equality. Yeah, exactly. I don't know why I did that voice too. <laughs> Guys, it's about equality. Um, yeah, sorry, I, I just triggered America. Sorry. Yeah. Um, like now, now people know why they never showed it before. Because who the fuck wants to see the man junk swinging around? Nobody. <laughs> no, no, that's fine. It. it doesn't bother me. I mean, doesn't well, bother me. <laughs> Chris, how old are you actually? I'm 41. Okay, so we're about the same age. So when I was younger, okay, this I know why we're going to the tangent, but I mean, look, we grew up in the 80s. We've been to a, like a Y locker room. You saw, <laughs> you saw a bunch of old dudes in the shower room. So, uh, so, like with I the, still see it every day at the gym. There you go. So I'm like, put That's a towel on. Five. You're not in your yeah. I'm like, if, if anything, Game uh, of Thrones is more offensive if you really yeah. think about it, because. Yeah. Because it doesn't show the reality. Like this is not real. This is this isn't the junk that's in the in the locker room. Somebody went in there and did some trickery. Sure. I'm making scissor fingers because like for escaping. Um, <laughs> Something's off. We went we went hard right on that one. Yeah. Oh, Sorry. Right I'm, off, right and off I'm the, the one who usually brings things on track. <laughs> so yeah, the kingdom's preparing for the fair. <laughs> I wonder yeah, how they're we, doing we, that. We're talking about how we thought a baby was gonna get murdered and now we're you know, we went right to junk. Yeah, <laughs> like how in the world. I don't I don't wanna follow that logic. But yeah, uh <laughs> To man junk, manscaped man junk. That's the name of this episode now. So let me just change the description. No, <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, okay. So we're talking about immunities, and we got there because yeah. Connie and the baby, and how nervous we were. And yeah, I mean, I agree with all of you. Like, the, I, honestly, the the point of view was that of Connie having like the barely the, like the barely muffled sound, and you could hear just the, the little bit of Walker in the back of your ear. You know, if you have surround sound. Um, and um, it just ratcheted up all that tension like tenfold, you know. Like you're you're in the camera work is very like it's not a very wide angle lens, so right. you're like seeing kind of like a narrow path. Mm-hmm. And it just I it, it was so great when the show gets to do something that uh, it's never done before. Mm-hmm. It'll yeah. give you that kind of auditory or non auditory experience. Yeah. <sighs> I'm, I'm very excited that they introduce somebody with you would consider I, you know, I hate saying it, but with a handicap, yeah. be someone who's someone yeah. who's deaf and. Yeah, like a Ability, yeah yeah it has brought like an element that it, it's been missing not that you sit there and be like well like i sit there and i'm like you know wait a minute where are like all these types of people we're like right. you know where it's just like you had these different communities you know you had uh you had that one spanish community that we don't see anymore you know you had all the cops at the hospital right um and it's just like there's so many people in the world it's like it's, it's nice as now start seeing diversity in the show yeah i mean oh, we've always had we've always had diversity i think right but i i think it's just like but what about this what about that but i like how the show does it in a way that it's not like it's here's some diversity and it just shoves it on the screen like i think i mean look we're in season nine so i think you know bringing it in now now, it's just kind of like yeah i mean now there's teenagers you know what i mean like there's it's 
stuff that's like, you know, where are all the young kids at? Where are you like we're watching this and it's just like, well, it's just older middle-aged people. <laughs> What's going on in the rest of the world right now? Yeah, they all oh, look like us. <laughs> I, I, so I like seeing, you know, that now that the, it's the community and it's evolving, you know, young children, babies, whatever, all the way through the teenage years, kids who are growing up in this world. Old people, right? I yeah, mean, that's kind right, of a, yeah. a rare commodity in a ways, right. too. So with the Suttons, you get a little of that, too. Right. The old and infant. No, they, and they, they have the baby, the, the Whisperer's baby. So it's yeah. like, yeah. where's that going to go? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Well, we have. We, I mean, a lot of us have read the comic. Uh, actually, Chris, have you read the comic? Because I know that. I mean, Ashley, do you? You don't read the comic, right? No. Uh, Chris, do you? Yeah. Oh, okay. So, it's, so the the bottom two on my screen, because that's what counts, uh, have read the comics. These two haven't. So it's like the Brady bunch. <laughs> that's pretty cool. Yeah. It gets some different perspectives. I mean, like I do know a couple things. I mean, just because of all the graphics right. that I collect. But right. yeah. I mean, you do too, I'm sure. But yeah, yeah. I feel like because this storyline is one that has been hyped so much a lot whether you've read the comics or not a lot of people kind of for lack of a better word like heard whispers of what this (laughs) was you know like they've heard you know already like people have had an idea of what the storyline was going to be about so whether you read the comic or not like i came from the background of reading the comics so i kind of you know and some things they've kind of followed i mean and i've told dave this before that i'm really glad with the casting that they did for alpha because she is different on the show than she is in the comic but i almost feel like it's better in the comic she's more kind of alluring and vixen-like or whatever. And I think that's a bit of an easy route to take. She's so much more menacing on the show. Even without her mask, I was like, whoa, (laughs) this is terrifying yeah, yeah and even even though we mentioned that last week uh, i just popping onto melissa uh was it melissa susan cameras live i think it was last night she said the same exact thing that you did in the same words too vixen like in the comic yeah. Mm-hmm. and yeah and it's it's just so you know what it, I, it's just terrific because it, it's the same thing the same kind of treatment that they gave to the governor you know and and they right. kind of just made it more human more it made more sense it makes more yeah. sense yeah that this is what that produced <laughs> so yeah but it's also also great to see like the entire cast's reaction to alpha also too mm-hmm. just seeing her in that makeup be who she is being um like the genuine kind of terror that everybody's kind of feeling towards um uh samantha morton yeah. fantastic I, I mean she's amazing but i can't wait to see beta this week I yeah not wait to see that that gravelly voice he's a big guy too yeah, yeah. like crap how i mean has anybody looked up how tall um ryan hurst is i've been i've stood next to him several times he's very tall i would he's like six 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 seven something he's like very very tall and matt yeah. Lintz isn't like a, a squirt either like he's not that short yeah he's just about as tall as uh um, norman reedus who uh as uh matt Lintz, henry. the guy who plays henry oh Sorry. yeah mm-hmm. uh, yeah i mean norman reedus i would say is probably like five ten. yeah but. which is a little a little above average, right? Yeah. I'd say. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's he's a big dude. <laughs> and then Henry just looks like a squirt right next to, to right. Ryan Hurst. It's just ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, I've watched him walk around at the cons, and you can't, you, you obviously can't miss him. Like, literally, yeah. he's two feet taller than everybody yeah, else. Yeah, he's so <laughs> tall. Yeah, I, used, I, <laughs> so I, I never was one of those guys that, like, uh, thought I was, wished I was taller. I'm, like, 5'2", so put that, <laughs> put that in your pocket. Um, but, like, I've never been so, like, unenvious of anybody who's really, really 
really tall because if you really wanted to kind of navigate through anywhere like you just can't mm. be missed you can't squat down and hunch you know everybody's gonna see you it's kind of like oh i mean it's kind of like a freak show you're like you're like towering yeah. over everybody yeah. Hey. Yeah. and then like him looking you know the way he does which is not bad i'm just saying like there's the big beard and just yeah. peering over everybody well, like this i <laughs> i actually walked by his booth at was it walker stalker chicago no was it jersey might have been jersey. Like the first jersey i went to i think it was yeah you went to the one and just passed, right? And I did, but I went to this past one, but that was a year prior. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. And I walked by his booth. He was literally taking a photo. He had his arm around this woman, and her head was straight in line with like where his belly button would be. <laughs> I'm like, that's got to be the most awkward photo to try to take ever. Like, the person standing 20 feet back trying to, <laughs> trying to make it fit, you know? Yeah. That's hilarious. I... <laughs> I'm just having flashbacks. I'm just telling you right now. <laughs> it's my, my life is very interesting when it comes to hugs. Uh, and, and not all my girlfriends have been um, like about my height. So <laughs> color me flushed. <laughs> I'm going through the, the Rolodex right now. But anyway... <laughs> which I've thrown out years ago. Um, but yeah. Yeah. So, and we, of course we do see those sneak peeks too of, um, yeah. you know, Henry encountering beta, that gravelly. I actually put this in, in a, in a comment somewhere. I said, Oh my God, Ryan Hurst sounds like an evil Josh Brolin with like a speech impediment. <laughs> like it's just that gravelly it's, Josh Brolin. It sounds like, it sounds like they did like an electronic thing to his voice almost like, yeah. you know, when he's talking. Yeah. It's weird. Like, like a modulation. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't know. I think they just put something in his mouth. (laughs) You know, to kind of make it sound. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's just his uh, his keto diet. It's it's all he eat is bones, high calcium. (sighs) Where are those strips? But uh, (laughs) but yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how that that kind of uh, shakes out too. I mean, I'm not. I'm not um, confident about any of like our predictions when it comes to pikeheads, which, by the way, we saw some at that last yeah. frame or the second frame before last. It was last a very quick, yeah, very quick. Four, I think. Yeah, yeah, I think it was four heads on pikes already. I don't think it's any of the dragon. That's when they're dragging Henry. They like have him. Someone has him like grabbed up, and she's approaching him. I think. Yeah. They're not anyone from our groups, is it? I don't think so. It's the backs of their heads. So. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. But how brilliant! I mean, if you go according to the comic, you know, you know, but who knows? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and that's the thing. Like, I, what I find brilliant about that—just that tactic—is just it shakes any confidence that you may or may not have about your predictions. Because I think everybody's kind of started to make lists. I, by the way, if no sanctuary is on there, your list is ridiculous of how many people are going to basically. No Sanctuary just basically spared about three people in the Walking right. Dead universe. Like, I think he went right. into, like, Fear the Walking Dead people that, that are going to be on Pikes. That's wow. how many were on this list, like 20 people. Um, now, I'm not deriding him. I just, I admire his gusto, but that's not the kind of gusto you want. Part down, buddy. Part down. I mean, look, I've been dying. <laughs> I've been dying for people to die. <laughs> um, You're brutal, like, by the way. <laughs> I really, I, I mean, not for nothing, you know. Ah, not for nothing. Carol. Oh sorry. yeah, see exactly. It's a running gag. Um, no, I, I say that like I'm I'm a New Yorker, but I've only been in Miami for 
almost three years. And there are certain terms that I say down here that people don't get. And when I say not for nothing, I'm oh. like, I know that's a, my New York. It's, that's a New York thing. Basically. That's a New York yeah. thing. Yeah. It's just, uh, sorry, yeah, not, for no, not for nothing. Not yeah. For nothing. Yeah. yeah. I just, I, people need to start dying. Like the Negan <laughs> war, the Negan war was a complete letdown. That was, that was. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. if they don't do this war, this fight with the whispers justice, I'm going to be really disappointed to the point where like, I won't, I'll, I'll just watch it when the season's over. Like, you know what I, yeah. you're watching no, it. I, no, I agree. I mean, I think the Negan war, they just, it was a missed opportunity. I also it feel like forever. It took forever. Drug it out. Hey, that was my only, that's really my only complaint. But I, I also feel like they didn't employ the kind of tactic that like I think they're doing better about now and I think Game of Thrones is better about doing this sort of thing where even though you may have a lot of different characters and storylines going on like you don't have like a bottle episode where we're just going to focus on these two characters I'm like no I can't I don't want to wait three weeks before I see what's going on with with Daryl or what's going on with Michonne it's like I need a little bit of everything in an episode so I know what's going on. So that's actually a good segue, by the way, because what I, I've been noticing that in the last several episodes, um, it they concentrate on three, only three settings per episode mm-hmm. with a bunch of people in each set. Well, usually a bunch of people and then maybe two in another. Uh, and then they'll have like a pre, kind of like a pre-setting and then a post-setting, like aftermath montage kind of thing where they mm-hmm. sequence through all these different settings. Mm-hmm. But the formula has been like three, you know, keep it simple. Three, three, three. Yeah. I, and, think, uh, I think they've been more successful this season with that. Yeah. And by the way, Game of Thrones is way worse, way worse at tracking uh, all the characters. Like you thought, you thought all that war was bad. I mean, I, how many people are caught up on Game of Thrones? Of you guys, okay. Oh, yeah. So me too. Um, but yeah, I mean, you've noticed you noticed that in the last two seasons, it's just not disastrous. I mean, they give a good amount of story per you know people or couple of people, but like you get you have to like wait three episodes to find out what happened to Tyrion three episodes back, let's say, or something like that. You know, it's, it's I think that yeah, I think they just transition it better. Yeah, you know, during the show, you know, like for the for the Walking Dead, I feel it's very choppy. Mm. You know? So, but yeah, I think that Game of Thrones just transitions it better. It's smoother and you can, it's easier to follow. There's times where I'm watching The Walking Dead, I'm like, what, what the fuck just happened? Well, there's also the time quotient too, because in the Game of Thrones, <laughs> right. Game of Thrones is way longer. They give, there are no commercials yeah. and it goes straight. Right. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. And AMC, I mean, I don't know about AMC, but I know The Walking Dead's been been kind of they've been having these 50 minute longer episodes because they just there's just so much show that people want. Yeah. So, I mean. I mean, I don't know what they're going to do, but I mean, the commercial, the commercials just kill me. It's a lot of commercials. It's a lot yeah. of commercials. So many commercials. Yeah. It's, it's every five minutes. Every five yeah. minutes, there's five minutes of commercials. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's the worst part. I, I wouldn't mind it if we had just enough show between the commercials. I'd be like, okay. I got to pee anyway, so yeah, go ahead. You know, not bad, but yeah. I think, though, I mean, in terms of like the difference between now and seasons before, I, I definitely feel like they I might, at least I hope so. I think that they are going to deliver more on this sort of like whisper arc. And just even like from the first episode this season, I mean, I, I mean, I read the comics, so it's like, I kind of knew the whole Maggie and uh, Gregory, you know, situation that happens. And I remember watching it and being like, Oh man, I think Gregory's getting hung like tonight. <laughs> might really happen and it was like out of the gate i was like wow okay (laughs) all right you know it wasn't something that we dragged out like oh this is gonna happen oh maybe this is gonna happen soon it was like nope this is happening right now and you know so i think 
I think they aren't, I think they learned from like previous seasons and they're not going to, they're not going to drag it out too long. Yeah. At least I hope. But They're not going to dawdle. Uh, Henry has a death wish, Karen Elaine says. <laughs> <laughs> He's been ignoring the chat the whole time. I've been trying to keep, I mean, look, mostly people are just reacting and I think it's great. Um, like, okay. Like Nisa saying, kill, kill Ezekiel instead of Henry. <laughs> Um. Yeah, Ezekiel's days are definitely numbered. Walani says, yeah. "Um, Carol would be heartbroken." Walani. Was that? No, I said Walani. Yeah, exactly. She's <laughs> the best. The best. You got the best people. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, Carol will be heartbroken as the uh as the boys die. Ooh. Yeah. I, so some people. And this was uh Kara Hope. Um. Yeah. It's like I know, but I want them to die. <laughs> Nisa's is like I thought you were a savage Chris like Nisa's like the ultimate savage I don't know it's like a competition between Nisa and um, Walking Dead base dead man talking yeah, yeah yep. like they're the most savage I think in the game Mateo is awesome Mateo is this guy. Yeah, yeah he like the warmest guy in the world but he, he's just so savage when it comes to when it yeah, comes to I, I, it's true though you've been dangling and dragging certain characters along for such a long time now and it's by the like, way yeah to your point yeah but you can feel it coming too you you can feel that this show, and I think it's on purpose. Like it, it's like they go one episode longer with no, without anybody yeah. dying. They go another episode longer without nobody dying. And, and it's I don't coming. Wanna, like spoil anybody's you know day or anything like that. But like you know, they keep talking about this carnival and everything. Yeah, the fair. And a lot of people, the fair. Yeah, and a lot of people have no idea. I don't. I I don't. I truly don't. And oh, I don't really? want to know. How, okay. Oh, you don't want to know? Okay. Okay. It's gonna be amazing. It's gonna, it's gonna be, be amazing. Yeah. Oh, the only Chris, thing I, the only thing I want to know is: is this the fair? Is it just to bring the communities together and sign that treaty? Absolutely, okay. that's the idea. And is it just? Ju- stop! I don't want to know anything. Um, is it all King Ezekiel's idea? In the comics, you mean, right? I don't know. I'm saying in oh. the show, is it? Is it all King King Ezekiel's idea? Is it oh, all it's, him? It seems to be like it's a joint yes. venture. Okay, and where's the yeah. fair going to be located? Oh, in the kingdom, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because of the movie theaters in the kingdom, too. Isn't it? I think. A little rundown. <laughs> I think that's kind of the point, too. It just this, it gives them an excuse. A, is this a fire festival? <laughs> yeah, well, that's. You know, <laughs> Carol, For those who didn't hear, Carol, is that the fire festival? <laughs> oh, my God. That's, <laughs> the zombie apocalypse. <laughs> oh, I mean, that's Carol, what we're going to call Carol it from now on. About, you know, the kingdom being a little rundown. She said, you know, shouldn't we, you know, what about basically contingency plans what other right. you know communities can we go to because you know the kingdom's kind of right. you know well, it's a little thin right now i do have a question in the beginning of the episode last week at jesus when jesus comes up to the to you know um to jerry and king ezekiel and carol he says something everyone's been sick what do you think that means oh damn it i didn't write detailed notes um yeah said, yeah there's... They, they're getting medicine from them and they said everyone's been sick what is that what do you think that means right it sounds like people were sick. Or is it just is it just like a flu like it I yeah mean, i mean yeah it's pretty vague yeah know. it was pretty vague i know i don't i didn't i just didn't know what that meant i didn't know if it meant something or well like bags of ivs and medication right, for sure yeah, right. yeah. is it I mean, just another prison flu. thing like uh like how they were all sick in the prison like i wonder i just want swine wonder. flu the swine this flu. could this could have something to do with some of the things that i mean that we've been saying about quote-unquote the riders it could have a lot to do with um right. what michonne and daryl had to do Right. You know, that dark pact that they made. So that's good. No, I mean, I'll latch onto that for when we start seeing more clues, which okay. I mean, in some respects, like Henry tries to bring up the end of the episode, too. Right. Uh, and Daryl kind of just shuts that you shit down. You don't know. <laughs> yeah. No, you don't. You don't know. <laughs> 
I think that's the most exciting thing. Besides looking forward to the the fair and everything like that, this I want the storyline between uh, Michonne and Daryl's scars. Yeah, yeah. I think it's all into a lot. Very dark. Yeah. yeah, I heard that's very dark. Yeah. I, I, I want to say one thing though about the fair and both the pact, and that's all of these little reveals, and then also okay, this kind of ties in with some of the bigger things that I think will mean that things are definitely not going to turn out the way that that they do in the comics. In some respects, I think they will, mm-hmm. but I'm starting to see that maybe the fair is not going to turn out the way the com- it, the way it does in the comics i think they're going to bring a new a new challenger other than the whispers by the way and i think it's a lot of that's going to have to do with the symbol a lot of that's going to have to do with my theory about the riders where's it, oceanside exactly and where's ocean who's deanna see i i think a lot of the the disconnect with maggie and michonne has something to do with oceanside yeah i agree i, I mean the thing is i've been saying this for some time when it comes to like Oceanside or even the sanctuary because even when Negan goes to the sanctuary on his little like side mission I mean the sanctuary is decimated I mean it is gone it is waterlogged it is gone we have no signs of Oceanside and when when right when Rick you know basically you know died I mean that was when we had that squirmish between saviors and I know a lot of that we don't even know what went down we don't even know what happened after that because then we jumped six years so we have no clue what transpired in the mystery. Right. And I feel like and, that has to be a part of it. Yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe the scars have something to do with that situation. I mean, you know, there's there's what there's one located on the lower back, one on a shoulder, something like that. The there's, shoulder ones like, I think are from being abused. Correct. Yeah, from, we saw that in prior episodes. Yeah, they're uh, from for being, when he was abru- abused. Yeah. Okay. It's just the ones in the lower left, you yeah. know, kidney. Yeah. And a lot of people were thinking, like, what? Yeah, did they have to donate? a kidney or something like that like that's not quite the the incision that you'd make but it's so (laughs) it for me like i i mean i get all sorts of crazy ideas sometimes when it comes to that but sometimes i think you know i i think about like okay unless i see a body they're not really dead in the walking dead universe so sherry to Mm. me is mm-hmm. still a wild card that's still out there. And there is some president in the comic for Sherry's return. So I wonder if, if Sherry might have come back, if they might have trusted her and they got burned, literally. Mm, literally burned. Well, the sanctuary, remember, they had the iron and they had the fire where they were able to like heat up the iron where Negan, you know, punish people. So there is a president already in the sanctuary that they're used to maiming people. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not out of the realm possibility that they branded them for whatever reason i don't know so yeah Yeah. i'm still tying that the branding with the riders i i think i really have a feeling that another enemy from either from which by the way will be in the flashback and i think will be in the present during the fair or something like that i think something's going to happen there i think the the reasoning the main focal point for my reasoning is that we need to see the the whisperers last longer in fact i mean i'm concerned that I I cuz I mean as as Carol said on the show last time is that in the comics the whisperer's story arc is not very long but I think that they are definitely going to deviate a little bit from it to kind of elongate it a little bit more just in the same way that for example like Abraham in the comic did not die the death that a character like him Right wanted. but he did end up dying yeah yeah but they did end up killing him but just in a way that was more fitting for like Sergeant Abraham Ford like not such a random death the way it was in the comic because in the comic he got right. 
Denise's death was like shot randomly through the arrow so abruptly and that was it right so exactly yeah so I to me from my feeling in the comic like the demise of Alpha and Beta is sort of I mean, Alpha's is a little bit more dramatic, but like Beta's is almost kind of like negligible. Like it's, it's almost like, oh, okay. Like, but it wasn't- Like a throwaway, right? It was kind of like a throwaway. Don't want like, Yeah, sorry. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> Nothing more than that. Nothing, Nothing more, than, more that. than that. I just the, feel like the, it could have been more impactful. The point being though, we want to see them longer. And so it, in order to do that, you're going to have to tr- introduce like a whole, a, like a whole past story and, and, and present story that kind of tie into each other with the whispers like in the middle, like the meat, like a I sandwich. I still, I mean, I still think that that ham radio that is like in wherever, like that's going to come into play. They're going to make contact with another group, potentially wherever Rick went. I don't know. I think that that's... An oh, option. you think that's going to happen now? I have, in my mind, I could almost see this season ending mm-hmm. with them making contact on the ham radio and hearing Rick and here we segue into the movies and here we segue Michonne going after to try and find Rick because we know she's leaving. Yeah. Mm. Well, she's leaving at the end say, of season 10. End of, end of 10. Yeah, end, end of, of 10. 10, right? Is it yeah. end of 10, Fisher? End of 10, not 9. So, yeah. so or Does at the very anybody, worst, end of 10. Yeah. Anybody have any ideas on what they think that symbol means, by the way? The, with the headless, the headless man. <laughs> yeah, it's like an A with a T on it. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's, it's a headless man. You think that's what it is? Is it? Yeah, I think so. I, I also think it's the right. I'm gonna, I'm rider dying on this riders thing. <laughs> I will, I will go down fighting and swinging on, based on no evidence. <laughs> But I uh, yeah, I think it. I think it belongs to this group okay. for sure. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, and, and, I, and, and, and like some part of me thinks like Carol is so observant and she's not careless, <laughs> careless Carol, um, <laughs> and that it's a symbol from the people that did that had been intruders before and that it had always been there and it's just kind of like a um, like a foreshadowing of what we might see that happened in the past. Oh, that's an option too. Yeah, that's sure, and yeah, Car- new. and Carol did um dis- just destroy those savior marauders uh jeb and the and regina and all that right in that one scene yeah i mean it was yeah it's just like a an upgrade from the wolves you know kind of thing right you know or you know i was i even took it to as far as you know i said to ryan i said well if you look at the symbol it's an it's basically an a and it's got the bar that said you know does that mean like alpha's territory kind of thing is that like an a <laughs> when it's, you know like what is that right yeah so, you know I, I don't know but the headless man thing yeah i guess that's a good one too mm, yeah um, well i mean the only the thing that's really propelling this for me is the uh just seeing angus Sampson in that one shot uh like as he's as angus Sampson's like uh riding through the fair on his horse and I went through this a million times before but that's what makes me think another group is going to be responsible for this it's going to be a, a group that's not familiar to the kingdom but is probably and this is in my opinion because when I think it was when Jerry was looking at Angus Sampson in the rear view as he passes him by doesn't look like he recognized him but he does give him the stink eye like mm, he looks suspicious but I do think the other communities know about it hmm. or they don't you know and, and these are just a, a totally new random group that screws things up you know during the fair or something I just think yeah I just think it's not going to turn out the way and and you use that and then you talk about Negan and, and how things are kind of departing there, how Alpha kind of looks different, you know, and acts a right. little different initially. It's just, I'm not very confident about any of my predictions except for the riders. I'll die on that hill. <laughs> 
<laughs> but I think that's exciting, though. I think it's something to talk about because when when your when your expectations are subverted, I mean that's that's something to be celebrated because who wants to like predict everything that's going to go on in the show and be right? I mean, it's not entertaining, you know? right? Yeah. Like feeding your ego can only last so long because eh, I didn't like the show anyway. You know, like you like you need surprise. Right. You know, you need like you need somebody to write something in that's going to be you know engaging and 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 just just something that's going to take you to a place that you never thought the show that the story would go you know yeah so, yeah they've done they've done that and then you know they've done it a few times the reaction hasn't been too good from the fans but you know right. yeah fuck uh, the fans <laughs> <laughs> I always throw the Carl story out there because personally, I was really happy that Carl died. I was. I wow! I've never heard that from anybody. Did it, Carol? What did you think of that? You were like heartbroken. No, you were like depressed. No, no, I wasn't heartbroken. I was, I was surprised. It, honestly, to me, shocked. Like, right? I, w- I was shocked. I, right. I was really sh- sincerely shocked because I was like, because I knew coming from the comic how in, how huge of a character, yeah. how huge of a role he plays. So I was like, oh man, like this kind of I, this kind of throws me for a loop because now I. I really don't know what the plan is, you know, down right. the road. So it kind of threw me for a loop, but I, I don't know. I wasn't down. I feel like the only deaths that really got me down was, was Glenn and Abraham. Like Glenn and Abraham, I was like traumatized for weeks. Oh my God. Yeah. We talked about this. No, I, but yeah. I was. Those, that was like the one, I, I think that I would probably say, yeah. I mean, it's probably cliche because oh, it was Glenn and Abraham, but it's, it was like that. Even when I watched Ride with Norman Reedus and, and it was the episode with Glenn, it was like a punch in the stomach. I was like, mm. <laughs> they, kept, they kept bringing stuff up too they did I, no, no, I'm I sorry. couldn't I was waiting for that comic book death like that's what you would that's what no, you I want watching the show yeah I mean I, was I was I sad not to see Glenn anymore yeah of course I mean it was Glenn yeah you know um, but at the same time I was so excited to see a comic book image come yeah. to life yeah yeah you know? like when, when yeah. Spencer got gutted and that stuff was, like that yeah that was another one all those yeah I mean all those deaths were just like yes thank you for giving me what I what I was waiting for yeah you know? right no, I knew the Glenn death was coming. It was one of those things that I knew it was coming, but I was like, God, this is going to suck. <laughs> this is good. Like, yeah. I'm, like, I know this is coming and it's exactly what I'm anticipating, but oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. I, let me ask you guys a question. Do you think there are more people that watch the show that have read the comic or do you think there are more um, more comics readers that read the, that watch the show? That's that's a really good question because I think that really shapes the way the demographic moves, you know, like the yeah. ratings go. That could explain why so many people were pissed when Carl died. I mean, because they're all waiting for his story to become what it is in the comics. Right. And when it got when it got cut off, the outcry of like, how could you do this? You know, you ruin the comic, you ruin this. Like, <laughs> yeah. yes, you know, Scott I, Gimple. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's that, that everyone wanted to hang the guy. Right. And yeah. At the same time, I was like, look, in my eyes, his story arc really just died. Like his hit. Carl really was just nothing but a background actor at some points. Yeah. You know, I was like, well, the, by and, the way, and that's, that's the thing. Like he, recently, uh, Chandler Riggs even said as much, like he was saying like, look, if my acting didn't like pick up anyway, like they would have had to recast me because, and this is like, I mean, this is like secondhand rumor kind of source, but I mean, well, it's, it's an interview with someone saying he was actually, he felt bad because he wasn't giving what he should have. Well, like, yeah, what he felt like he could give. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but, um, if a character is not going to be 
utilized to its best potential and they're just going to become like another like a central prop then yeah it just yeah. makes sense i mean i that's how i felt with the jesus character like i kept waiting for jesus's character to really take off and he had such an awesome introduction in his first episode that episode was awesome i think it was called not on tie or something like that and yeah. it was awesome and i kept expecting more and then it just fizzled out so it was like well you weren't really doing anything the character was just kind of languishing yeah and i mean i i don't think that's i mean that's not tom Payne's fault that no. was actually that's the writer's fault that's for, the writing. yeah and because think of it like his character once again you go to the comic is so badass and they really didn't utilize him or do anything with him on the show no and he, he was generally pissed off about well, dying yeah but, he was he was you know, his, his character his character wasn't doing anything yeah yeah it makes me think so like when we actually interviewed him and how like we didn't know no and he was being very candid and i was like wow why is he being so honest with us like yeah. he's, he's being very like just hard on his sleeve real yeah. with us right now but then about everything it all made sense like he didn't tell us no. that he was leaving the show but like it was just obvious like man he's being real casual with us with his answers right now yeah yeah and little did we know and he was doing the same thing on panels too by the way mm-hmm. he was he was like he was like bitter about not, not fighting negan and well yeah, yeah. yeah. he had an awesome fight scene in the comic yeah exactly and, and then all the so all those weeks to meet him yeah like all those weeks training too for him out the that's window that's what i'm saying yeah yeah. Yeah. Oof. <laughs> yeah like he literally went through six weeks of training like just to be right. on the show <laughs> it's just amazing um yeah. yeah so jerry has uh kids by the way how do you guys feel about that little jerry <laughs> little jerrylings i just want to say that that portion of the episode i was like i'm gonna be so pissed if jerry dies for a light bulb if uh, jerry dies for a light bulb <laughs> like i was like this is not gonna be good this is actually a good conversation to have because w- i, I want to know what everybody thinks about this cobra strike mission i'm like obviously it's cool <laughs> but do you guys think that it needs needed to happen like Ashley what do you I think li- Ashley I think I liked the lightheartedness of it because it was so serious you know back at the hilltop and I think I, I you know I liked seeing Carol and Ezekiel kind of be playful with each other and I like to see Ezekiel just want to bring life some sort of former life back to the to the kingdom with the with the movie so I liked it you know I didn't it didn't scare me I didn't think anybody was going to die mm. you know it was just it was it was fun to watch I guess yeah yeah I mean and Carol you'd be like well Carol you would have been like what grumpy carol would have been like like what the hell are we doing here in this movie theater all right where where art meets reality right yeah <laughs> so so you think they shouldn't have been there though carol um i mean it was definitely one of those kind of like i mean but the show has done this before where you go on yeah. these sort of missions where you're like is this really necessary but, and they usually end badly too and they usually end badly so i really thought we were going to have at least one casualty even if it was like a red shirt i was like somebody like <laughs> right. you know so amazingly everybody came away unscathed which was awesome but yeah i mean it was one of those like was it really necessary to do this but i mean i guess you could say it speaks to the idealism of like ezekiel and jerry that they just have this kind of hopeful optimism in stark contrast to you know like the daryl michonne mentality which is would not (laughs) be at all about something like that yeah what are we doing out the middle out here? Uh, but Chris, what do you think? I, you know, I think his idea and the reason why he wanted to do it is good. Um, you know, children that didn't even know what, don't know what movies are, you know, stuff like that, being able to bring some of the old world into the, the world that they have now and try to, I guess, bring a little bit of normalcy maybe and, and introduce that to the, the newer 
uh, generations. Um, I really like the shirts they had, the Cobra Strike shirts that they they. <laughs> I'm talking dead. But, that was yeah, was, yeah. I'm gonna get um, one actually. <laughs> you probably. But, uh, you know, more than I, I, I like seeing the resurgence of some characters we haven't seen in a while. Like Diane from the Kingdom, right? Uh, you know, it's nice seeing Carrie back in action, you know, and stuff, and talking and whatever, and having lines. Yeah, uh, exactly. It's like you the, know, like we got to see James Chen the week before. It's like okay, well, you know, Cal's still around, so that's cool. Um, Marco, by the way, like yeah. finally showed up. Like he showed up in last episode, I think, but like like more lines in this episode too. Again, yeah. So I mean, I I've liked being able that they've inter- they've been utilizing more of the cast and things like that yeah. you know because it's like sometimes the speaking lines is just a and b you know it's this kind yeah. this person this person this person this person you know they don't really use once again it's like a lack of using your cast and that's why i feel like if you're going to do that just start cleaning house right Kill let, these people go do, let these people go do something else you know <laughs> yeah. walk around with, with a bow and arrow yeah you walk around with a bow and arrow for or, you know all scene yeah like, good, good job there buddy yeah it's like yeah. Which it kind of does bring us back to Jesus because like like the yeah. one question that we had about him was kind of like what did you do all those episodes where you just you know punched in punched out didn't really do anything on screen he was like nothing you know who, yeah you know who we haven't seen and once again we haven't seen him dead either is is Peter Zimmerman I know right I know you show Cal right where's Eduardo is, is he yeah. the one that got sick I, sick I or yeah yeah you know in that six year time span what happened to some of these people right mm-hmm. they're gonna just have to throw them off the show yeah i mean are you gonna are they gonna show like you know uh, you know six years prior you know and there was like a massive influenza that took out you know a right. bunch of people or something gotta yeah. give us something they're gonna have to they have yeah. to press it going to it. This, this isn't gonna be like the dam and fear the walking dead <laughs> right, they're, they're gonna know. get to it somehow yeah i mean because we were gonna oh, and johnny five's alive is saying heath <laughs> yeah, exactly. Where's Heath? I keep, you know, we talk about this all the time. I keep waiting. Johnny Five, you just, you just lit a powder keg right now. I don't yeah. think we're gonna see. Heath. We're not gonna see Heath until the Rick movies. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, yeah, he's because he's where Rick is. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. A hundred percent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. We. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was. He was traded off a long time ago. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm wondering, has anybody interviewed the actor? And, and now I'm, because we haven't really talked about him in a while, but yeah. Corey Hawkins. Um, has anybody, yeah. Has anybody interviewed him, like, on his on the possibility of it coming in? We could reach out to him, see what's up. Well, because he was supposed to do a TV show, another show. Yeah. Yeah, it was supposed to be like, up, yeah. And it ended up not doing well. So it's like, you know. Right. Yeah, it looks like knows? looks like you guys have some work to do because we don't do interviews. <laughs> what the hell? Yeah, I'm just giving you work. You, told me, you just told me you talked to Tom Payne. That was a fluke. <laughs> <laughs> it'll never happen again <laughs> really when people see the footage it'll never happen again uh <laughs> it's such a shame she did so well oh, swan song anyway um yeah and who doesn't like ed harris's it's all right now i mean come on man two times in that episode that song came back on yeah, yeah. it's a cobra strike mix cobra strike sometimes the things that they do in the show just in terms of like mood m- mood creating and then just adding yeah. on that extra thick layer of music just enhances mm-hmm. that so much yeah definitely um wh- where are we in the stream right now now we're at 60 damn we're making
making some great goddamn headway in only a short period of time. I'm going to read, and this is kind of like the big reveal of the thing that nobody's actually actually revealed, and that's the multi-community charter of rights and freedoms that we see given to Ezekiel at the beginning of the episode. What some people may or may not have tried to do, I did it, was I blew it up on one of the big screens that I'm looking at right now, and I actually managed to get articles 1, 2, 3, and 4, as well as article 8. Uh, I have a couple of words missing, but I've pretty much got it down. I will put it, I'm not going to put it in the episode description. I'm going to put the whatever I have on the blog because it's it's just too long for an episode description, but I will read it out right now. But it's, um the preamble starts with any person who would live in peace and fairness, and I think most of you have probably read this by now, who would find common ground. This world is yours by right. We stand together for life, not death in this new world. Together we make this world bigger. The future is ours as we hold on to our faith in one another with everything we have consecrate our bond we establish this community charter of rights and freedoms like it gets like this is really i feel like i just plaster this on the screen so that people can read this but it's like it's just so like constitution but like with quotes from rick i was gonna say i just hear rick reading it (laughs) exactly exactly yeah yeah Yeah. so yeah this this shouldn't like the first three articles are pretty quick reads uh article one is we survive the end of the world we are bounded together by the fellowship of the loving (laughs) because we know what happens to the dead we believe we have the right to live as long as we can we believe in the same for our loved ones and any person who cares to find us we share the bond of blah 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 with all those who would blah us in peace and fairness i could read some of those words article two is the days of fury are over we believe every loving person deserves to be treated fairly as a person this means no torture no mistreatment solitary confinement is prescribed as the ultimate justice negan <laughs> right <laughs> Uh, Article three, the world is the world is ours again. The old ways are gone. We live with and love people who are different. We believe different things and have different backgrounds and we celebrate them. We agree that no one can be forced to change to make their neighbor comfortable. We are a community of equals. It's pretty balanced. Um four and eight are a little longer, so I'll just take a break there. But what do you guys think of all that? I love it. Yeah like the punishment no torture like that line actually like really jumped out at me the idea of this means no torture no mistreatment solitary confinement is is prescribed as the ultimate justice that jumped out at me big time because of like some of the things that we're talking about with michonne and daryl negan obviously the ultimate punishment um but yeah i mean what do you guys think about that is that sustainable is there a (laughs) is there a thou shall not name their child coral uh, it's actually maybe one of the words I can't read. <laughs> Thou shalt not name their kid Coral. <laughs> By the way, um, what do you get? And I've been—I'm such a dad oh joker God. when when it comes to this. What do you get when you ship Connie and Daryl? There you go, Coral. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's good. Uh, <laughs> this, I'm happy you got that out of your system. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I was waiting like ever since you talked about the that in the beginning I was just like yeah, cool. I can't wait I'll, to get to it I'll just I'll just leave it there just, <laughs> I just no I won't do it now well why not you brought it up <laughs> article I think, four. It's just, I think it's sustainable what they're trying to achieve yeah I think so uh, too I think they're just what, trying to get back to normal society right and yeah. wait till you get to article eight though too I mean okay. some of this stuff is like not in the weeds but it's it's pretty cool um article four I can I have maybe one missing word but it's we survived 
but this is about more than survival to the world we are consecrating. Everyone has the right to think for themselves, the right to speak and be heard. I love this article. There will be disagreements, but we will not allow them to become violent. We respect each other and life too much for that. We welcome others who join us in this belief. It is self-evident to us that no one has a monopoly on truth or justice. We have seen what happens to those who think that way. We've seen what they do to others. There is a front for that now. Any person who joins us must accept our belief in human dignity. We strive for unity, but accept differences. Everyone has a right to leave and risk... Oh, this I love this line. Everyone has the right to leave and risk life on the road, but our communities reserve the right to decide who our members are. Any person of good conscience that leaves one community may petition to join another. Together, we are building a better world. I love that fucking line. Hmm. Yeah. Like, they, they go like into the weeds about like leaving certain communities, and you see in the beginning of the episode that like Tara says, sayonara, Alexandria, I'm on the hilltop. Right, right. Yeah, right from the jump, because she stole too many... Um, who stole so, many, so much medicine, was it? Um, no, it was like the kingdom was giving medicine to Alexandria. Mm. And I think Jesus was bringing some too from Hilltop. I, I forget how that worked. Why did she have to jump ship? Because of the, the stuff that went down with Maggie? I can't remember. Um, I know it's in my notes. Did, did she jump ship or was it just she just ended up being supplanted there? Yeah. Because, I mean, I think she just ended up kind of being just sur- supplanted there and like staying. Yeah. She mentioned something. I, I'm not sure exactly. Um but I will say one thing is that Tara brings the the charter because what what whatever timeline this is in the in the past flashback, it seems to me that it happened after whatever happened because Michonne's all but abandoned the charter. Right. So whatever consequence from that dark period, it was hap- I would say even maybe halfway into the six year jump because Carol's hair is kind of right and much longer. Yeah. Listen, listening to you read that too, I'm sitting here like it sounds like something. It sounds like that that portion was written by a woman like i honestly like and now that you say do tell no it just it just, <laughs> just the, the way it's worded and you know like the meanings behind everything the first three are very like they're pretty basic right mm. the fourth one gets very detailed yeah right and that's what women are they're very detailed <laughs> the ones that i know um <laughs> so and it, it tell it, us it, more like, about us chris it, 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 <laughs> It just it just seems like maybe and now that you mentioned Tara and her situation, mm. you know, I feel like that part four was written by people who had been involved in situations like that. Right, right. Like the sanctuary, particularly that that that's what was going on in my mind. Like if in some of the sanctuary did hop on over, I think, if I'm not mistaken, to other communities. Um, the, Laura, right? Yeah, Laura. She was on the the like tribunal when the Magna and the new group, as well as DJ. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and she was still writing. No, she was writing the charter when Rick was still around. Yeah, when Rick was yeah. still but around. Six she years later. Yeah. She was working on it. Yeah. 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 So I, we only have one more left. So, and this one, and four was kind of like the longer one. And this one has a bit missing, but we'll we'll make it up. Um, Article eight, and that's the only one you, you can really see before the end part. But uh, bound by a common trust, life, and our humanity, we are making the world new. Are making the world big. I think you. We are making the world bigger by collaborating. And cooperating. We are helping one another and defending one another so that we can be safe. But this charter is not a suicide, I think, suicide pact.
Act. Um, no community can be forced to sacrifice supplies or people needed for self-preservation to save another. So no community can sacrifice themselves to save another community. War will never be declared. This is pretty cool. War will never be declared without joint agreement of all. Each community may opt out if they are so able. If war comes or some other emergency threatens our joint or individual survival as communities, the above rights and freedoms can be suspended by a community's elected or appointed leadership until the danger has passed. This determination rests with the leadership whose sacred trust is the lives and welfare of us all. How cool is that? Yeah. Declarations of war? Yeah, and that's the last article before the end, um, which is created under the unanimous agreement of all communities in this new world with hope for our future and confidence that together we are stronger. Together we survive and together we thrive. We construct, yeah, I know, why why they rhyme that? We construct this binding piece, sorry, we construct this binding piece not just for ourselves, but for the future generations who have a right to this world. Under one common accord, we sign our names below. Alexandria Kingdom, Oceanside Sanctuary. Boom. Yeah. How about that? It's weird to see, it's weird to see the sanctuary on there. That's yeah, yeah and you didn't see them at first. No, yeah. I, I, I think that that was purposely done. It's like, and then all of a sudden you pan, they pan over and it's like, oh, sanctuary and Oceanside, conveniently right. on the side. Yeah. 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 How about that? And uh, that's another, like, even some of the people from sanctuary we haven't seen. Yeah. You know, yeah. so it's like, you know, a lot of the Negan defectors and stuff like that. And some of the people who said that they were staying and transitioned over, you know, you still haven't seen a lot of them. Yeah. 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 Well, we haven't seen Alexandria really much at all, actually. Right. When you think about it. Oh, all, all we yeah. saw were Judith and Negan. Yeah. Mm, yeah. For the most part. And then DJ and uh, somebody else. I, I didn't. I don't think we saw. They haven't shown Grace yet. Gracie, right? They haven't shown her yet, right? She was like yeah. running. Just towards very, Aaron. Yeah. Just very. Yeah. Yeah. And oh, okay. First episode as they come as oh that was six. her running yeah mm-hmm. okay all right yeah That's daddy Gracie get inside <laughs> it's like fuck away yeah wish we could all talk to our kids like that <laughs> not now. <laughs> Seriously. I have a metal arm. Oh no, he didn't have it yet. Did oh no, he did actually. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hey, so what did you guys think of that? I like <laughs> it. Of, that's pretty his, boss. Uh, his uh, what's it, what it? Winter Soldier arm that we call it. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, wait, wait. They could have done that with Rick and kept I, it in yeah, the comic book. Yeah. Uh, you no, know, but now they made Aaron. Now they made Aaron the new Rick. It's just like, ah. Eh. Yeah. Well, Kirkman, kill him. I mean, we saw it too. Like Kirkman, <laughs> Kirkman <laughs> just just beat him with his own arm. Just like. <laughs> No, I mean, Kirkman was even saying how, like, much he regretted chopping off Rick's arm right from the beginning. Like, hold on. <laughs> like, maybe backtrack, you know? I guess. So, it would be great to go to the movies and then see him with an arm missing, though. That'd be cool. Oh, God. Yeah. Well, why stop there? First time, first time we see him, he's got his arm missing. Be like, oh, shit, what happened? Yeah. What, why are... Happened, why are happened in explosion. Why are Rick's arms and feet missing? <laughs> <laughs> He looks like a turkey dinner. (laughs) 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 Little stumps. Peg leg Pete. Oh, boy. That would be funny. Only then one eye, too. Sure, why not? (laughs) Go whole hog on this one. I'll look like Carl. (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, man. You hear the Carl lovers crying. (laughs) Shut up, Dave. Dude, Chris is an idiot. Whatever happened back? (laughs) Make it fun of Carl. I appreciate this so much. (laughs) 
I, I mean, I'll say I have. I don't think I've said it out loud. I just love when the comics readers' expectations get subverted. It's so. It's just I get this glee in my tummy, and it's it just doesn't go away. I put like little devil smiley devil emojis in my profile, and it's just oh, I just had a good day. Not like I want them to cry or anything. Well, maybe that would be nice. I don't know. Yeah, well, we're I'll gonna have, have Daryl around for like ever or so. <laughs> Daryl's not going anywhere. That's no. so. Anyway. He's not going anywhere. No. <laughs> no. He's the stable. He makes boy AMC too much money. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Like, wow. uh, oh, they they pay him adequately. Like when we found out like how much he's making. I mean, even over a lot of other longtime actors, it's kind of amazing, and it yeah. rightly so, right? I mean, right. And what are you gonna do? I mean, uh. well, Denai's got nothing to worry about. She's got now, you know, she's got Marvel. She's got everything. Yeah, so she's good too. She's yeah. on Broadway. She's doing everything. Mm-hmm. Oh man. So. Oh yeah, that's right. She has theater too. Yeah. Um, okay. I mean, I think we're just. I mean, honestly, I think we're, we're almost kind of through. Really. I mean, we have. Oh well. Guys, we missed one crucial, crucial thing that we didn't go through. And I had mixed feelings about this, but I mostly erred on the side of good. Was Enid's monologue to Henry mm. about that special person in her life. Yeah, that gave her a letter. Yeah. Um, any thoughts off the cuff? Coral! <laughs> <laughs> Just get it, get it out. Got Keep going. <laughs> Just got it was nice to hear what was in someone else's letters because yeah. he wrote oh, for once. Yeah, you know he wrote quite a few, and we didn't. Right. You know we only really saw two of them, so no. it was nice to hear what he wrote to somebody else. Yeah, oh, we didn't, we, did we even see? Oh, we Negan did, and Rex. Yeah, we saw Rex right, and that one kind of got me. Michonne's too, right? Didn't we see Michonne's? Um, I don't think. So. I, don't, I don't know. If, I don't know if she. Op- yeah, I don't know if he saw it, saw it, but she definitely read it a few times on screen. Mm-hmm. I did, but she read. She read. She read Negan sure. to Negan over uh, walkie-talkie. Right, right, right. That's right. Okay. Yeah. By the way, Walani forgives you for all the Carl, <laughs> the Carl hate. <laughs> I figured she knows that was it's all love. She knows yeah. it's all love. Yeah, I just thought, yeah, I mean, it was it was a very touching moment. And um, the reason why I have mixed feelings about it is that I just felt like, did you get the feeling that was a little too shoehorned into the situation? Like, you could have just said, uh, Alden will die. Stop yeah. being a dumbass. Liddy goes back. <laughs> right. You didn't have to go into this plea to go into Carl and everything. I just thought, right. was, I, th- I thought it was Drama. a little too much. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. yeah. So, wow, okay. I thought it was alone because I felt a little bit bad bringing this up because I was like, I mean, I, I thought it was really impactful. I thought it was really great to see the letter like you guys did, but like yeah. something just didn't feel right. It just didn't feel right. They got to find a way to give her, you know, because they've been talking up how much of a role she's going to have this season. Enid? I feel like, yeah, like how she's going to, like, I heard how she's going to be, like, stepping up and she's going to be doing all this stuff, whatever. Mm, I and I, f- I feel like, like, they're just trying to give her little ins here and there. Right. You know? Like the doctor thing, some, this monologue. Yeah, yeah, right. Some screen time stuff here and there. Yeah. So, you know. Oh, man. I don't know what to expect from her, really, though. I mean, she's not in the comic, though. Is she? Not at all. She's kind of like a Sophia um, shadow, right? Mm -hmm. In a sense. Sure, she was supposed to be for Carl. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of. Mm. The ages are all messed up, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I... we kind of I'm, I'm kind of amazed that we covered so much ground like with all the tangenting that we did, that we managed to I was gonna to say do. did we cover any ground? <laughs> <laughs> I 
I, not according to my notes, but don't trust my notes. Like I'm, I think, like I, I, I'm just a just meticulous note taker, and I'm trying like, to do less of that. Here's the ground we were supposed to cover, and we went all the way. <laughs> I, I'm still scrolling right now. <laughs> I'm scrolling up actually. Um, there is the aftermath, you know, you do see Tam and early Earl Sutton, um, with the new baby. I think we mentioned that briefly. This, by the way, this does give him kind of a renewed vigor because early in the episode, you see him with like arthritis. He's kind of depressed because Alden's gone and blah, blah, blah. Right. But I mean, this is kind of like bringing you up to kind of, it's possible that bringing you up to kind of bring you down later when things might go down. I totally got that feel. I was like, look at everybody looking so happy, like being right in this This moment. This is all going to be torn torn apart. (laughs) And kind of because of Henry, I'm starting to, I mean, there are parallels and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. This is a good question. Do you think the whispers would have left Hilltop alone had Henry not intervened? What, in terms of chasing after Lydia, like afterwards? Yeah. Like if he would have just left Lydia alone and not gone after her. I, I, do you think the whisperers would have bothered them anymore? I don't. I don't think so. I don't think they would have like because they're about like this is our territory and you you handle yours, we handle ours, and don't trespass on our property essentially. And Henry can't leave well enough alone because he feels like he needs to save Lydia, which is just probably going to cause a lot of mayhem. Yeah, I mean she's clearly distressed too. Right. You know, or like trying, she's trying to reconcile the the feelings her mother may or may not have towards her. Right. The feelings that she has towards her mother uh, and then the truth, you know, about how the world is. Here's a question. When Lydia, and this is more last week's episode, not this Sunday, but like when Henry takes Lydia out of the cell to kind of give her a tour of um, Hilltop, somebody's outside holding a baby crying and that completely tears her apart to the point that she says, take me back to my cell. Right. (laughs) We talked about this last week, right? Why do you think that triggered something in her? Because I'm still not completely sure. Because they leave babies in cornfields. That's exactly. No, <laughs> it really made me. That baby's gonna die. Yeah, I'm like, does this happen like often? Like, are they like, you know, God only knows. It's like they have a baby, and it's like, oh well, collateral damage. Leave them out as a distraction for like the for like the walkers or something. God no. Yeah, it was definitely some sort of like PTSD she had because yeah, I mean, that was immediate stress, and and she yeah, she crumbled. Yeah, well, I like what you. You said last week though carol it was just it blew my goddamn mind like it just never occurred to me that this was possible though oh yeah with the do you, do you recant it or not because no, i could well i mean with the cornfield incident like I, i'm starting to wonder if that's it but but i don't want to do any spoilers that's the thing like um well, this is in the, is this in the is what you said in the comic no, no right? but just the nature of the whispers and their attitude towards sex in general <laughs> their attitude towards sex which you've brought up several times on the podcast. Yeah. But, I mean, uh, uh, mean? man, it is tough, huh? What do you mean? Well, they're animals, uh, and animals will do things to one another that they don't want. (laughs) Cue awkward sound. Okay. So, basically, in my my mind, I wonder, at the time, before this episode, like, now I think, okay, well, maybe they've had instances where other whispers have babies, and they're left as collateral damage, and that's why she's so traumatized by the sound of a baby crying, because, you know, she's seen some horrible things in that respect. But then I was like, well, could she have, like, been attacked by a member of her own whisper group, and she could have had a baby at one point? Like, I don't know. Like, who knows? You know? Like, 
right. right. Old enough that it could have been an option. And they seem, and obviously they are having children. It's, it's happening, but I don't know. Right. Yeah. Well, the main observation being like the thing, it blew my mind. And the only reason why Carol's observation made so much sense was because we did see the sneak peeks for the next week, which is what we just covered um, from the week before. And we saw that baby in the cornfield. You know, we saw that there was one. Oh, it was, it was on AMC.com that we saw that sneak peek. And so your theory actually made more sense to me because, you know, why would a crying baby send her into the loop, make her go back to the cell, right? Yeah. And then we saw this, the sneak peek of the baby in the cornfield, the, the whisper baby. And I was like, this makes so much more sense because, I mean, they have babies. They clearly, you know, walk around. The baby cries every now and again, so it wouldn't send her into a loop. But, mm-hmm. you know, maybe that experience is singularly. Okay. But yeah. a baby in a nurtured environment where, you know, it's taking care of it has medical it doesn't have to be left it doesn't have to be left in a cornfield if it starts crying yeah right because they have indoors they have pens right so yeah Yeah. rough stuff yeah Yeah, so you guys went real deep i was i was just trying to figure out if she was more pissed off or the fact that she was with the whispers again and her mom gave her an apple when she just left the community that had a ton of food in that uh, (laughs) amc.com she took that apple she was like what the hell an apple I was, I was like, getting used pissed. to eggs. Yeah, she's pissed. They're making me omelets. <laughs> like, forget this. <laughs> and sorghum pancakes. What? Yeah. This is bullshit. <laughs> I didn't eat those pancakes. There's <laughs> a lot of babies right now in like this half of the season. Don't forget Rosita's expecting. Oh, she got a bun in the oven. Ah. Whose is it? Whose is it? Sadiq. Sadiq. You are the father. <laughs> Yeah, he definitely is. Yeah, he is. <laughs> he definitely is. And poor crippled Eugene laying there in bed or overheard it. Oh, mm. Yeah. No sanctuary. An- another one that I just can't wait for him to die. <laughs> That's that'll probably be the irony too, though. He won. I thought he was going to die when the whole leg thing happened. I'm like, thankful, thankful. Oh, how will it die. go down? How will it go down? Yeah, yeah. No, still alive, still, still alive, still there. Drat. The one guy with the one guy with no testicular fortitude, still alive. Right. But I feel like that's how it happens. I mean, it's the same thing with Tara. Like, how is Tara still like around? Tara, Tara is not the most martial of characters, but yet here she is. Yeah, she's she's found her place though. It sounds like I'm starting to kind of buy into that more. Yeah, yeah. As a leader, we kind of went through that though. I'm waiting for more letters to show up. You know, start arriving from. uh, Oh my god, can't even say her name because I I haven't seen her in forever. Oh, from um, Maggie Uh, or George? Oh, Georgie. Yeah, Georgie. Yeah. Yeah. And Maggie. Yeah, and Maggie too. But yeah, no letters have shown up. I mean, I know they were. Jesus was reading them whenever he get them. Right. That is odd though, isn't it? Like how how the show wouldn't have that sort of. Continuity. Well, like if Georgie's willing to message her or mail her or however they deliver their communiques, why doesn't Maggie do the same? Or do they? Right. Oh, actually, no. Didn't we did see um, Jesus rereading letters from Maggie? Yes. In Georgie's right. community, so we did yes. see that. Yeah. It's been a while though. It's been a yeah, while. That's the real question. How long has it been? Like thirty days? It was like a month before until yeah, he just kept rereading the last one or something. Right. Hmm. Well, I mean, it's probably a good time to really kind of talk about really quickly like what how you think the layout's going to be of of these shows because the chronology I'm thinking is that you know th- this season's going to end I I don't know where when they're going to introduce this but it seems to me 
that they would do this probably over season 10 break, the mid-season break, is they do that um, mini-series with Maggie mm-hmm. midway into season. And then they'll get to the movies probably in between uh, the Walking Dead season 10 finale. And then uh, there'll be a gap so they can show the movie before Fear the Walking Dead season 6, if that's even possible. Hmm. So what are your thoughts on that? Like, Do you have any ideas of how this is going to lay out? Honestly, no. no. It'll never happen the way I think it's going to, but... <laughs> <laughs> Um, Too early till. Back to you. <laughs> so, Here. I mean, you know, I, I was. I'm thinking they're going to have to bring the new world order in at some point. For sure. Right. However, they do that, or when they do that, you know, season end of season ten, maybe they'll yeah. bring them in. I'm not sure. Who knows how long they're going to drag this out? That's what I'm waiting to find out. Is how long they? <laughs> oh, another decade. You're talking about the show itself. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's really funny because real quick like the Negan War it it dragged on forever but in reality they they tell you that if you count the the amount of times in each episode when you see the sunrise and sunset it equals one week yeah yeah literally all that, that was, was the week. longest week in my life <laughs> yeah. but like this thing's gone on for a year what is going on yeah right C- Carl got a beard and shaved it it was awkward yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I really don't know. It's it's really hard to tell where the show, where they're going to take the show. I mean, look, I've been for some reason I've been talking to a lot of people about Princess. Like, who's going to play her? It, yeah. it, like, this is a comic book character. I don't know anything about it. Oh, you don't know anything about Princess? I don't know anything about Princess. Nothing. But I just I have seen like the cover. Sorry. Who knows if they even bring her as Princess? There might be somebody else. Sure. Or like an existing actor. Hmm. Something. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I. It, and they have to have something in the can to warrant saying, like, okay, this is a huge franchise. Yeah. You know, this is, this is, your world's going to get even bigger. I think season 12, the end of season 12, I think it'd be, I think they're going to call it quits around 12. I think so. Wow. I don't think that you can extend it farther than that. I mean, even, even, you know, yeah, season 12, I think it's, I, I can't see it beyond that. That's already quite a ways, you know, we're yeah. in season nine right now. I could see, I mean, we're, we're going to get to, the, 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 what's going to kick off this whole whisper conflict by the end of this season. I could see based on the pace of how they're doing things now, I, I don't think that they're going to necessarily take up all of season 10 with the whisper conflict. I think that they might kind of like be done with it at some point before season 10 is over and then start introducing the new world order at some point. Yeah. Um, right. Just Yeah, I think they just, they bring it to a point where you see how large that it actually is as far as uh, the community's widespread, you you know, and, and whatever, because the NWO is like the biggest community to date. Right. You know, around 50,000 plus people. Yeah. According to the comic. But, you know, it's, I think after that is when they really break away and they'll, and they'll give you the movies to give you more storyline. I think so. I, you know, between maybe 11 and 12, but I think, I think by the end of season 12, it's, it's going to be over with. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah. yeah. So it's two more that. years of movie and a side, in a side series. But yeah, I, yeah. yeah it's really hard They've to tell about a bunch of like um a bunch of character-based shows that they might do spin-offs right right so we'll, we'll see hope, hope it's nothing like overkills the walking dead which was officially killed today by the way Ugh, awkward what happened oh so overkills the walking
Walking Dead. It's yeah. a it's a video game, and yeah. um, it, it looked it, really good. It right, okay. So we both went to the cons. We both saw the booths, and most of, actually all of us went to the to Walker Stalker. Mm-hmm. We saw the booths. They looked pretty damn rad. The footage, the demo footage, looked rad. We used it as just so some people know. Some some people may not know is that we had it in our week six giveaway. I think it was, and um, as our video game giveaway. And midway through the week, they pulled the pre-orders for the consoles, Xbox and PS4. And I was just like, okay, I can't just give this game away on Steam. I think mm. most of the people that are like listening are console players or whatever. Yeah. Um, so that's, that sent me to a tailspin. And then I just read a couple, uh, I think Carol was with me when we read the news about, um, no, I don't think you were. I was on a solo show and uh, I was talking about how like a developer kind of leaked how, oh, this, this game is like a polished turd. Like they had to literally rebuild the game from, from scratch using a whole other um, uh, graphics platform. So, and this was like... um like a year after they had fully developed the game. It's just, just too many bugs, so they literally had to redo it and open... Uh, I forget what it's called. Um, oh, come on, dude. Okay, never mind. It doesn't matter. A more commonly used graphics engine. Right. Fast forward to like now, okay, after the pre-order pull, um, they realized they that th- the sales were so low, um, development was lacking, they kept hemorrhaging employees, um, the original creators of the game aren't even part of the, like, the current team, the current company. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, they just called it quits. I I forgot the wow. exact reason though. It was um it, it was basically DOA. The sales were just terrible. Mm-hmm. Like because it, it was also kind of like um the Telltale's The Walking Dead. It, it came out in uh, in episodes, right? And, and they were only like midway into season two. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was like character based. You know, they introduced you to a character and whatever. Well, it was right? more character POV, like a shoot 'em up. Yeah, basically. Right. Yeah. It looked really good. It Too looked bad. great. Yeah. And the story, the story even sounded pretty good, you know. Yeah, like but, the drunk grandfather in the car. That was a good one. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and the promo materials were killer. But um, I'm glad, like midway, just a segment, like uh, midway into that week, we we quickly switched to do tell to giving away the Telltale game. <laughs> uh, yeah. We gave people a choice of between um the original collection of seasons one and two or the full season three. Yeah, because some people might have one or the other. So right. we pulled that out of our ass. <laughs> It's just amazing. But, um, yeah. Oh, and, uh, yeah, I, we talked about this pre-show, but uh, Simon Og is now on uh, The Tick, the Amazon Prime series. Stephen Og? St- Stephen Og. Uh, Og. Sorry, Og. thank you. My bad. Si- <laughs> Simon Og. Why not? Sue Simon, me. I, you know, I, no, Simon. I like it. <laughs> I, I got to tell you, I mean, I knew that he was, I mean, obviously it was like, okay, this guy's going to die, but, man, Simon's character, that was such an awesome character. Yeah. It's so glad. I'm so glad we get to still see him, like, we see him on um, Westworld oh, yeah. you know, every now and again. Sure. Um, but yeah, like, has it, first of all, has anybody seen The Tick? And I highly recommend you no. do. It's <laughs> it's so funny. It 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 is just so comic booky. It's it's got all this humor. And then now you add Stephen Ogg into the series, it just adds this other layer of crazy to it, probably because he was on Broad City, and I actually finally yes. got to see that episode when I told you yes. about that. Yes. Um. So he's got the chops. Yeah. yeah, he, yeah. He's got good comedic timing. He um, yes. He plays a stretchy sort of character, like superhero, on the tick. <laughs> uh, and Peter Serafinowicz does play the tick in the series too. It, they've got some really, really good, funny, funny ass actors. It's just so it's like something between like almost slapsticky and just adult humor. Mm. Yeah. It's 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 terrific for all ages. Honestly, I recommend it. Um, so it, you know, if any more incentive to actually watch that show, Simon Stephen Og will be on it. So, so that was worth mentioning. Um, I think that's 
really it. I mean, yeah. I mean, other than, yeah, we, Henry gets found out by Beta. I cannot wait to see that. Like, there are things about that sneak peek that kind of get me all a little nervous, which is obviously the intention. And mm. that's like, you see that, you see this one guy whom you've never seen before. And I think the assumption really is that he's a whisperer that's being, um, yeah. But like the the way they frame the shots, they make it seem as though they're bringing Henry up on the chopping block. And there's something about the way that's all laid out mm-hmm. that like makes me think that um, it, it just shakes all the confidence I have in, in any of the predictions I have. Just from that one montage. Like, I think Daryl spoils it though. I think him and Dog spoil their little de- decapitation party. And then that's what brings yeah. Beta and Daryl into the, the fist fight later on in the series. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Is the fact that Daryl, I think, has dog sniff him out, finds him, and, and this is me and what I'm thinking, but mm. kind of breaks that whole little party up and yeah. drags Henry's ass back to Alexandria and beats him. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, but yeah, like that's the, and that's a strange thing though. Like you start to, to notice that like okay, we know some things about the whispers, sure. But like they ratchet up the tension a little higher, then drop it. Then they ratchet up even higher and drop it. And the more time goes on, the more tense we get when we see things like the baby scene in Connie. Mm-hmm. You know, and now I'm seeing this sneak peek montage, and my heart gets racing even more. So like they're doing really well at pacing out, like spacing out and pacing out, like what the whispers do. You know, they started off with a bang by killing. Jesus, you're like, whoa, whoa, what, what was yeah, that? Right. What is going on here? You are where you do not belong. It sounded exactly <laughs> like that. Um, and exactly. Was uh, it yeah. you under the mask? Did you kill Jesus? I cannot confirm it. <laughs> what, uh, who was that? No, I, I'm not that tall. So <laughs> obviously so uh no but like that and then like you get nothing almost and then they just kind of slowly build it up stop slowly build it up it's just fucking genius like because it makes us want to watch yeah the reason why i even bring that up is because i like i wasn't 100 like like i love the look of alpha and i really liked the take that they had on her but i was like saying to carol last week i was like i'm not there yet i'm not here yet like i don't feel terrified yet and now i'm kind of like okay i see it now (laughs) i see it i'm good Good. And then beta coming in, it's kind of like, oh, it's double trouble. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway, guys, I think we'll call it a night. So we'll, we'll, right. we'll end it off on a bang on this uh, on this nouveau precedented four hosted uh, chat. I think we did pretty well. Yeah, this is fun. This could have gone off the rails. Good times. It did. <laughs> Um, so yeah, uh, for anybody who's hung on this long, I appreciate it. Um, please give a like, please subscribe, hit that notification thing, rate us on all these damn podcasty things, sites. We really appreciate it. And we really appreciate all of you, by the way, tuning in on all mediums. Uh, we got you on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram still. And I think the, I think the Instagram is just about to cut out. So we better cut out before they do. Uh, With that, everybody, we are Squawking Dead, and we'll see you next week with maybe more hosts. (laughs) Thanks, Ashley. Thanks, Chris. And thank you, Carol. It's always a pleasure. Take care, guys. Thank you, guys. Bye. Cheers. Bye.